0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Daily Objective and today is Freedom Friday. What does freedom mean to you, I hear people ask. And uh, my answer is, freedom is an an objective concept, well, liberty even better. Um, It has meaning, there is a way to have it and it requires the objective delegation of the use of force for retaliatory purposes which means we need government as a necessary good. Does that mean that what the government always does is good? No, it actually uh, seems to point to oftentimes the opposite is the case. Over uh, the last, I don't know, I'm not gonna even say several years, many decades now, uh, maybe since the 60s or so, there have been these reoccurring hostilities against the police um, as the police are perceived as a gang, a rival gang. And I like to say it's not exactly uh, entirely wrong to look at it that way when we know that the government comes to represent a type of um, gangster-in-chief when they become the head of a lobby system or the place of a lobby system where they have different constituent groups pressuring them for favors. And that is why what we need is capitalism, the objectivity of law, the rule of law, not of men, no man should ever be able to make arbitrary decisions when it comes to using force against somebody else. And when it comes to dealing with, you know, violence between police and civilians, it's a very difficult thing to unpack. And I'm getting close to the um, end of this opening monologue here and about to bring on our co-host, but I want to say one thing. Uh, you know, we were students of objectivism, Ayn Rand's philosophy, and, uh, Something we see a lot and maybe from personal experience or by viewing others is that when oftentimes people discover Ayn Rand and objectivism, it's so exciting and like, whoa, finally some answers, finally there's clarity. And that's all great, but you have now reached level one. You've reached level one, you know, level two is now you need to start looking back and kind of correcting many of the premises that you've been living with your whole life. We we unfortunately need to, um, integrate this rational philosophy as adults, as biological adults who have been living with faulty premises for a long time. So same with the societal issues, with the societal issues, when we talking about government, and citizens and this and that we need to remind ourselves and each other that uh, untangling this mess it's not going to be simple, and it and we and we need to kind of uh, check our premises every step of the way. Um, if you're still here after that 45-minute opening monologue, you're in for a reward because we are here with a guy who is normally behind the scenes, but he is kind of the uh, puppeteer. You know, this guy he is everything that people accuse the government of being. He is actually the uh, puppeteer of the Daily Objective, the man, the myth, Razi himself.
1: How are you doing? Good, and first of all, before we get into the topic, I wanna say that uh, I know Nikos' fan club has grown massively because of this show, and this week he's only been on twice, so uh, my apologies, and we'll make it up to everybody um, next week. We might add another show and have him on six times. Uh, But yeah, today there was this issue uh, in in London where a police officer got uh, shot to death and actually, what I what I wanted to talk about was less the shooting, because it takes one you know one person to to shoot somebody. But the, um, the when I when I saw this, I looked through the um, Blue Lives Matter um, trend on Twitter, and we always have to say when we talk about Twitter, the Twitter you know if you want to see civilized discourse, you're not going to go there. Twitter Twitter is where you know. Calm people go to to get angry. It's not it's it's not a place where um, this is not the place where where people like us are going to end up winning and influencing the culture. We might you know help move people in some direction, but then they'll have to uh, probably click a link and see something um, something more in depth. That being said, we all still we're we're all um, you know human beings with free will. We choose. What we spend our time on, how how we react to different things, and some of the things in this in this um, hashtag are absolutely vile. And it's not, it's not like you have to scroll through for, for ten minutes to find something like that. It's many, if not most, of the tweets are either celebrating this or, um, you know, saying something like, Oh, where are you people? You know, when somebody black gets shot, as if as if anybody who who is bothered by the police officer getting shot is necessarily you know on board with unjustified killing of, of black people. You know, so it's it's either either you're on the side of cop killing or you know you're on the side of um, killing uh, innocent black people, which of course is is a false dichotomy. Um, yeah. So I I don't know. I I think. I don't know if you've seen uh, the hashtag or if it actually it would show up uh, it will give you the same results because you're in a in in America but
0: well you know it's like uh it's like when people argue about um the government the lobby system i I basically liken everything to the lobby system, so like anything from your own personal inner contradictions to uh you know police versus you know police unions or police versus you know this that or the other um we have a government with an improper delegation. We're delegating the improper tasks to the government. Their their job ought to be objective reality requires there to be a government that protects your rights and property, so protects your rights and arbitrates disputes. Their job should not be to clean up the community by, you know, with preventive laws with. Um, you know, to uh, like stop people from behaving in a way that could lead to criminal activity. No, catch criminals, investigate complaints, investigate crimes. And that needs to be that. And people need to know that. The citizens need to know what the police is there for, what they're interested in doing, what they're getting paid to do. And the people need to know that they're, they themselves are paying the police for this. And, um, and that's that. And when we have a lobby system, when we have a government whose job is both to kind of protect people's rights but also to um engineer society in in various ways and to kind of uh, incentivize some behaviors and to sort of disincentivize other behaviors and to uh take from some to take from the the rich and give to the poor or take from x and give to y we're going to end up with a no sum game we're going to end up with a um with a society where people are at each other's throats and see each other as necessarily the enemy. And that's why I think when, when you say, oh, no, this police officer was shot unjustly, someone says, oh, so you're for police going out and shooting unarmed citizens or just going out and shooting citizens? Of, of course, it becomes a... Um, it becomes a lobby system of rhetoric, not, so it's not only a lobby system of government in the literal sense, but we, we are now living with a, what I call a lobby system of the soul. And um, you know, there's been a hashtag since the George Floyd killing that I've seen called uh, ACAB, all cops are bastards. If that is true, if that is what you believe, then is it wrong to just kill cops at random? I mean, obviously I don't think that all cops are bastards. I don't think all cops are anything. Um, I believe in rule of law. I believe every police officer should be held to the same objective standard as, a, as the citizens. And, you know, how exactly to enforce that? I, I say we need, to, we need to be careful because we're not uh, legal scholars and we're not, um, we're not uh, sociologists. Like we're not experts on how exactly the, the checks and balances should be set up to, to uh, maximize the ability to hold policemen accountable. But right now, we're in a place where the purpose of the police is still kind of up in the air. Are they here to protect us? Are they here to uh, engineer society? Is the government here to protect us? Are they here to engineer society? And it uh, it leads to a conflict. It leads to a zero-sum game. But remember, if this is what people believe, if they do believe that all cops are bastards or all cops are pigs, if they don't believe that so and 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 what they mean by that i think i think this is a i don't think anyone would say i'm straw manning i think people who say #ACAB who say all cops are bastards what they're saying is all police are participating in a system that oppresses people i don't think i'm i think that's a fair uh paraphrasing of that hashtag of that sentiment so if that is true if all police are basically nazis if they're all basically you know participating in this ongoing holocaust against the citizens then by that standard, you're going to see people act out in a way that's consistent with that. This is why ideas matter. It's not genetics. It's not, you know, conditioning, quote unquote. I mean, it's sort of, it's those things in cahoots with with the philosophy in the culture and the philosophy that is claiming the moral high ground this year. And for a while, the philosophy claiming the moral high ground is the philosophy that says, all police are participating in a system that oppresses individual citizens or just,
1: or communities of citizens. Yeah, so I'm definitely with you on, you know, government does many things that it shouldn't do or, or pretends or attempts to do things, but I, I wouldn't let these people off the hook. C- certainly, certainly anybody tweeting um, ACAB, you know, th- this is the one, the one uh, thing that I couldn't resist uh, responding to on Twitter today was was one of those um, was one of those tweets and, and by the way the, the person tweeting it uh, Zuby who we've had on this show and who is a you know hardcore conservative who I disagree with on many things one of the things he says is that if somebody has their pronouns in their their bio they're probably not good people this is definitely true of, of uh, this 20 year old woman who, who tweeted that who tweeted uh, something about people who are, are sad about this are bootlickers. Um, and her, her profile also ha- actually has hashtag ACAB, hashtag Free Palestine, hashtag Black Lives Matter. And so, so she's consistent at least. Um, and and uh, that's the thing, this whole movement, I mean, it, it came back to the forefront with uh, with the killing of George Floyd. Now they use the word justice as supposedly something they, they, uh, they want or are advocating. If they wanted justice, you know, they, they're getting justice in the killing of George Floyd. That's, that's a wrongful killing. The person, uh, possibly a murderer, the, person, the, the cop who did that is in prison and is going to stay there for a very long time. They, they don't want justice. They want, by the way, to claim racism in, in every case where a Black person is killed including George Floyd where I'm still waiting for the evidence of, of a, a racial motivation. It could be there, but I haven't seen it and I don't think it's it's been made public. So yeah, I, I think I think these people uh, you know have, have a, a very bad agenda. Even if you're fighting against people who may be doing wrong things, you can do that, you know, you you, you can be worse than uh, than than bad people and, and I don't I'm not calling cops bad people. I think it's it's mostly government. I think um, you know th- th- there's still there's still uh, there are still some good laws that need to be enforced. Um, so I don't, I don't blame cops for every bad law that there is.
0: I mean, by the way, all cops could not, not all obviously we can't uh, philosophically say all cops are anything because they have volition, but it, it could, let's say it turns out that 99% of police officers are just the worst elements of society. They took this job because it gives them a baton to go out and beat people and that 99% of them let's say hypothetically are bastards what is the solution what where do we want to where are we and where do we want to go is the question and the the answer is we are in a lobby system where the law is treated like an emotional issue that people just sort of need to kind of everyone gets their gets their input and then we'll sort of see where our collective unconscious takes us but where we need to end up is Objective rule of law, a government with a specific purpose. Imagine what it's like. I know, I know. I'm I'm I mean, this is okay, it's a it's a big issue, but imagine the psychology of a police officer in in a in a mixed economy. And yes, a lot of them, you know, we we want to hold them accountable. We also want to hold citizens accountable. Imagine what it does to the psychology of citizens and police officers alike when there's not a clear understanding of what is the law, what is the um, what are the rights of the individual? What is moral? Is what it you know is selfishness? Is altruism right? What is reality? I mean, we live in a sort of post-philosophical culture where anyone who gets educated is basically taught you know what, don't 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 come to this school, don't come to this classroom to learn anything objectively true, and um, and but specifically the police officer, he's he took a job with the purpose of you know um that at least in theory is supposed to be here to enforce the law or you know in theory to to serve and protect as it as it says on their on their cars right but then he is told okay here's what we have a budget for we need to go arrest these drug dealers and that's about it and then you know this is this right here this this is a serious dear white people moment here i'm gonna quote the wire which i've been watching but i think that that show is realistic where you see like the mayor needs to take money away from the police so that he can throw it at the public schools. And government should have nothing to do with schools. But be- when the governments of a, of a failing city is tasked with both funding a school as well as the police, you can see that the, the police are going to have most of their budget slashed. And then the budget they do have is going to be mostly allotted to looking good by arresting small-time drug dealers rather than murderers and burglars and rapists. So. Um, Remember that everything has a consequence. That the philosophy we're living with both affects our psychology as well as the existential outcomes uh, in politics. Um, but no, I mean we don't want to let people off off the hook who are tweeting out things so ugly. I I just try to avoid it because I know um I know this is just a very ugly sentiment that people are expressing.
1: Yeah, yeah, and uh, of course you know. There, there are many cops in the world, and, and uh, undoubtedly, some of them, even in, in relatively good countries, are bad. I mean, we know that because we saw, uh, we saw them kneeling in Black Lives Matter protests, so some, some are clearly bad. Uh, but yeah, th- again, the, these people on Twitter uh, choose what they put out there, choose what they put time and effort into, and they choose to put time and effort um, into making a point that killing cops is a good thing, and you know, and and, and again, they in any case where a black person is shot by police in America, they're going to protest. The the context doesn't matter. I think Kenosha is is a good example where you see uh, somebody being arrested. So they have guns pointing at him. You know, if if you have if if you're in a country where uh, you know getting arrested means getting sent to Siberia, nobody ever hears from you again absolutely resist arrest, you're about to die. But when you're arrested in America, if if cops are pointing a gun to you and not shooting, uh, so they're probably not corrupt cops that are are just there to kill you, you get arrested and then you have a legal system that enables you to fight against it if it's a a wrongful arrest. If you walk into your car, when there are guns pointed at you and you reach for something, it's not, it would be wrong for the, the police officer to wait and see whether you're pulling out a gun or, or you know, a rose to hand him. So, um, but they were protesting after, and they were protesting, you know, th- those were, uh, I don't want to say protesting, they were rioting, worse than they were rioting after George Floyd. So, uh, yeah, it's, 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 it, These people, the the Black Lives Matter movement and other uh, elements of the the let's say violent left, are um, the enemy, and and they are being pushed forward. Their message is being pushed forward and endorsed by the the culture at large. So the problem here is, you know, the, the the tweets are just a symptom, but the, the disease is very, very serious, and uh, we need to take it seriously because, yeah, celebrating a, a, a death just because all you know about the person being murdered is that they're a cop, uh, that, that, that says something about the person and the atmosphere that is, uh, that is enabling them.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, people tweeting are usually the most radicals, and the person who went out and shot a police, he's a type of radical for sure. I mean, that's kind of who rises to the top in, on a social media where ideas are just expressed all day. Um, but these radicals end up influencing people, obviously, and, th- and they have a moral high ground. That's why they're, they're radical. They're consistent. They claim a moral high ground. That's why it's so important that we understand what is morality, what is a rational approach to morality. And of course, most people would just uh, push away, push aside that entire question and say, "No, it, morality is whatever we say it is. It's society, or it's or it's subjective." Um, uh, I think it's important we not um, we not like downplay the maybe severity of how bad some police are or how badly the system is manifesting in the way that certain neighborhoods are being policed. I mean, we live in a very very mixed economy, a very mixed society and I think it might be a lot worse than maybe sometimes we see um and some people they do see a lot more than I do and they do report that it, it is pretty bad that a lot of cops are basically acting like thugs but the question still remains where do we want to get what is the end goal if anyone is being violent whether it's in an in a riot a rebellion or a um you know, a, a, um, going at a rogue shooting of a police officer. What is your end goal? If your end goal is to overthrow this government and replace it with one that protects individual rights, that's one thing. But if your goal is just, I'm angry at this and I'm, and I'm lashing out and it's not my fault because of the way I was treated. How is this going to make things any better for anyone, including yourself? It's obviously not. So, um, you know, the, the, we, we, it's important we be prudent. Um, and, and this
1: should be the end goal. It's people like this 20 year old woman, you know, getting people like that to the point where they think actually about their own lives. Like, like the people we saw uh, when the riots were starting, you know, the, uh, those guys who were shouting at uh, protesters that they saw in the street and you know, were on your side and then they threw a brick or something and smashed the window. And they're like, we're on your side, we're on your side. And then they get another brick or the woman who tweeted from her shop, you know, to support them. And then later tweeted from her shop, you know, I'm hiding because they broke into my shop. So we, we need to, you know, we need to connect abstractions to concrete and we need to connect, you know, ideas to real life and and tell these people, yeah, you know, burning down stuff and killing people uh, that, that has an effect. And it's not uh, it's, it's not limited to somebody else. And even if it is, that's a human life, just like yours, you should uh, you know, take that into consideration and, and think, is this the kind of world that you want to live in and that will make your life better? Because uh, this woman is not pushing for a world that would be better for her. She's pushing for a world that would be much no. worse for her. Well, she's
0: motivated by her philosophy, which is very mainstream in the world of academia. It's still it's, it's hard to say, to push on people out, sort of out in everyday life. But in a university, it's not controversial to say that uh, the USA is a an occupied territory that the native americans are currently being sort of you know that they were genocide, uh, killed, and now that they're being basically held like this this land is theirs and it's occupied and then what do you, i mean you you want to argue with them about you know Palestine versus Israel and uh and England and the, and like the police in England and all that it's like there's just you're you're not you're you it's impossible to argue about any of these things when people's view of um when people's view of the world is so Hegelian, when they see every collective as like a breathing entity and and history as this deterministic force. Um, It's ridiculous, but this is why ideas matter. And and it's also important whenever this comes up to remind people that anarchists are not our friends. Anarchists, whether they're the violent types we see in the street or whether they're sort of civil libertarians who uh, they see government as an evil in itself, Ultimately, they may seem like friends, but they're really not. Um, Unfortunately, um, there is a strong anarchist premise throughout society that we sometimes don't even notice. But the way people view government as the enemy, I think, is the problem. People need to see government as as a necessary entity, as a necessary requirement for living, but that its purpose needs to be properly identified and then make it so this is running it
1: i would say in many cases are the enemy um yes yeah and yeah the 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 side of the supposedly supposedly better side is is just as tribalistic i mean you and i both were born in a country uh that you know the justification for its existence by its advocates or many of its advocates as well it was ours two thousand years ago Really I, I wasn't there two thousand years ago, so mm-hmm. um,
0: and uh, yeah and, and are you uh, are you living like the Jews two thousand years ago do you do you, do you, are you fulfilling your end of the contract? are you fulfilling your end of the contract now you got me started on a rant when we're out of time Some I of think, them are by the way, but I
1: think they're the least uh you know Zionist
0: listen you know. We, have, we live in a world full of people who say, I'm not anti-Semitic, I'm anti-Zionist. but you know And I understand it's often a facade when they say it. But for me, look, I love the Jewish people. Some of, some of my favorite people are Jews. I have Jew, uh, Israeli books here nearby. I love some aspects of Israeli culture. But we can do a full episode just bashing Israelis, some of the ones I've met, some of the ones I've known. I mean, it comes from a place of love. But um, some, sometimes tough love is needed to, to help a culture find a
1: better way. That actually sounds like a good episode. And can I encourage everybody to sign up to our YouTube channel to uh, wait for that episode and and some other great content that we're gonna have some brand new stuff starting um, next week. So. And
0: we'll be working with the BDS movement as well. That's a joke. Everyone, please relax. Uh, okay, thank you for joining us, everybody. This has been a lot of fun. Always a treat to get... Lord Emperor behind the scenes to come and appear on the show itself. Very busy man. We're we're humbled. Nikos, wherever you are, I hope your men's rights retreat is going well. And that is a joke. I don't actually know where he is. Until next time, everybody have a fantastic weekend. And remember, let's have some good premises out there.